Wink Wine Club is a world of wine delivered right to your door. From rosés to cabernets to torontes, Wink has over 100 styles of wine to discover. Ever try an orange wine? Wink connects you to a world of exclusive wines tailored to your taste and delivered directly to your door. Wink delivers four bottles of wine to you each month with free shipping. You can pick your own bottles or let Wink choose and match to your taste. It doesn't cost a thing to become a member, and you can skip or cancel at any time. And now, for the listeners of the Ratchet Ramblings podcast, you can enjoy an exclusive discount of $20 off your first order. To place your first order with $20 off, and to help keep our show free for you, go to our network website at cspn.us forward slash wink. That's cspn.us forward slash w-i-n-c. Wink wines through CSPN. Do it today. Listeners, welcome back to the Ratchet Ramblers podcast presented to you by the CSPN. I'm one third of your host, Jeremy, aka Black Dante, on Twitter, aka Nigga Mort, aka Raggedy Ass, aka Vice President Big Knees. And as usual, I'm joined by my friends and my co hosts. Hey, everybody, it's Candace, aka Running and Mommy, uh, aka the that album. Mm. Mm. Oof. That's on my page for today. The album is a big nope. But we'll discuss that at a later date on Random Ramblings. And I really plan to get into it. The nope, 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 nope. You are almost 40. No. You don't do that. <laughs> and the third member of our team. Hey guys, it's Curtis the Menace, aka Trollificent on all social media, aka Mr. 57%, aka the newest member of the Remy Ma Witness Protection Program. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I got to watch my back out here. Remy don't play. <laughs> what I, you know what? I've said enough. <laughs> <laughs> does play with music apparently because none of that shit has been good that was her Remy I didn't say it (laughs) thank you so much (laughs) well speaking of thank you so much thank you to everybody that's back for another week of ramblings and rationary and us not being worth a damn but it's fine it's fine y'all be all right. that's what y'all come for um, you are listening to a CSPN media podcast presentation. Go to our website, cspn.us, click that podcast tab, scroll down, and you can listen to every episode of Ratchet Ramblers that we have. Um, I personally would suggest listening to the awesome episode that we had with Nikki because that shit still has me crying tears at work, uh, but that's just me, myself, personally. Um, and if you like our camera on, you can... Keep our podcast free by clicking that tab on the right side of our website. 
and shop with all, all of our many sponsors from Amazon, Wink Wine Co. to add that y'all hear every episode y'all tune in. Uh, Blue Apron, we have a bunch of shit for y'all. Um, it's of no extra cost to you. We just have some promo codes and offers that'll give the network portion of the brick to keep the lights on, to keep all the regular shows free so you won't have to pay at least for the regular show, to listen to my ass sound like some boiled uh, screwdrivers. And if you want to become a patron to the CSPN um, to get hashtag bonus content, um, mosey on over, click, click that link and subscribe, and you will be receiving bonus content um, from from us, uh, from the Random Ramblings, as uh, Candace alluded to earlier. Um, we'll have some stuff. Crown and Call It soon for bonus content on um, the WrestleCast, Castle Style Strong with Don over there, working um, diligently behind the scenes as chairman of this um, here podcast network. And yeah, if you want to put a little change in our pockets, pockets directly um, and support the network because who child podcasting and running a network is not free. Um, you'll get some bang for your buck with a lot of uh, bonus content and a lot of fun stuff that we got cooking over here at the CSPN. And with that, I'll alley-oop it to Curtis. So uh, some church announcements before we get to the murmuring. Um, Real quick, a reminder, you guys, because we're getting new followers and new listeners. And shout out to y'all. I don't know why y'all coming because we just three pieces of shit. Like, truly, we are truly trash. But we appreciate y'all coming and listening and sharing and following on Instagram and on Facebook and Twitter and retweeting all that good stuff. We appreciate the support. However, I do want to just put that out there. I'm going to do it every now and then that this is a comedy podcast. Um, And I don't want people to get the wrong idea and feel like just because we get on here and we talk shit that we are like miserable in our lives and we have to come and talk shit about people to feel like all of this is surface level fun we don't go to sleep with these weird people on vh1 and bravo on our minds i don't come on here because i wasn't hugged enough as a child to say that monice need to get her titties rocked like we just here to have fun okay so comedy podcast that's why y'all are here because y'all like the mess and we will continue to provide the mess as an aside, even if we were miserable, if this was our outlet to our misery, we don't bother anybody. We don't scam anybody. We don't take any money or food out of anybody's mouths by what is made readily available to the public. Right. We're not the only one. Let me just say this, and I'm not even being arrogant, but then I might be being arrogant. People have started watching the shows that we discuss because we discuss them. Correct. Like I like I've had mad people like I ain't even never think about watching Love and Hip Hop Hollywood, but the way y'all been discussing it, I'm I'm watching it now. I'm about to go back and binge watch the previous seasons. Mm-hmm. Cut so, the check, Mona. It's just like again, if you have a problem with us dragging people who signed up to drag themselves and get a check for it, listen. Don't listen. <laughs> I ain't even I ain't being funny. You're not hurting our feelings if we don't appeal to your podcast taste. There are so many podcasts you can go listen to instead of complaining about what we talk about on Ratchet Ramblers. And this is being nice because I really want to say fuck you, bitch. But, you know, I'm trying well, to... Well, I'll say it for you. Y'all can go to hell. 
Hashtag y'all don't like this show. That's enough. Y'all just back to the church announcements. Again, thank you to everyone that chooses to come and listen and share and bring people along with them. Your support is humbling to say the least. Use the hashtag Ratchet Ramblings Pod so that we can see what you guys have to say when you listen to us talk all of this cash shit. Follow us on Instagram. It's at Ratchet Ramblings with an S. Like the Facebook page. You can find it by searching Ratchet Ramblings on Facebook and it should pop up. And last but not least, leave us some ratings and some reviews. We appreciate those. Keep your one star woes or you will. He be hearing from Candace because I'm sure once you leave it, you probably are going to come listen at least one last time and she will get you together. But uh, speaking of ratings and reviews, we got a new review this week. Five stars from Lexi E. L-E-X-X-I-I. Capital E. All right. Like Sheila E. All right. I'm here for it. So the title is Love Y'all For Real. Mondays are never born with you guys. I literally have to stop myself from laughing out loud on the bus to work. Never stop the niggatry. It's solid gold. We appreciate that, Lexi E. Although my question would be, who are you stopping your laughter for on the bus? Because I hope it's not white folk. In this economy? Girl, you better go fall on that damn bus. (laughs) And that's that. So... We can get into the ramblings. We have a lot to cover. Um, this might be, listen, listen, listen. This might be a little bit of a healthy episode, but again, a lot happened. But we're going to get the bullshit out the way because fuck these light-skinned bitches. I mean, not for real, but kind of. So Real Housewives of Potomac was dry as, as pristine. It was very, very dry. It was. Um, it was very dry. We can run through this real quick. Candace and that hair helmet. I'm trying to figure out why you got $175,000 at your disposal, but your hair still looks the way that it does. Mm. It looks, I mean, it looks like, you know, you know what Candace hair look like? You know, like after you get through cooking and then you got some leftover shit in your pots. That's what I have. Like. like the stuff that bubble up. Yes. Yes. Yes, absolutely. I was gonna say her hair reminds me of like Megazord when that last piece jump on. <laughs> anyway, her and the white man get married. They had some kind of whatever. Um, Ray says that his tax troubles are being cleared up, and he made a deal with the IRS allegedly. Allegedly, but we didn't get no details. And production was kind of shady about that. Because they asked Karen and her confessionals, they was like, yeah. tell us something. Karen was like, look, y'all gonna have to talk to Ray. Yeah. She was like, I, 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 I don't even damn know. I ain't got it. And I ain't got asked, it for you. She asked Ray if she could uh, get off the budget and spend money again, I guess. And he was like, yeah, sure, whatever, girl. Right. They sounded more like roommates than married folk. But maybe that's what happens when you've been married a long time. Yeah, maybe that's what happens when, you know, one is in that much trouble with the IRS. But, you know, maybe. who are me? Who are me to judge? Yeah, who are we to judge? Uh, but them wigs, Karen, them wigs. I know who I am to judge. If you're going to get off the budget, bitch, you need to go find you a wig maker. Hello. <laughs> I'm going to tell you that. That should be the first. That should be at the top of your list, Karen, is to stay out that goddamn beauty store buying them 
<laughs> with the headbands on them and shit. <laughs> she buying them wigs from Amazon. I don't give a damn. Listen, you know where Karen getting them wigs? She getting them wigs from them twenty ass Applebee's wigs. She getting All right. them wigs from them scam pages on Instagram. <laughs> uh. <laughs> you probably know them cash app wigs. Yeah, uh. yeah. She getting them Instagram DM wigs. Ooh, that's why them pages making the resurgence because Karen, Karen because she funding them because <laughs> they were gone for a minute Karen refunding them here hell listen they get to they can buy followers and everything with her money mm. but yeah that was that uh what else Ashley went to therapy and the therapist was like for the third time because her mama done told her her uncle done told her everybody done told her that this white man do not want to have no fucking kids with her and the therapist told her the same thing but she's still holding out hope mm-hmm. and he talking about give me more time and i'm like i mean you got one foot in the grave <laughs> right talking about more time but you know <laughs> I, I guess just tell her you don't want no kids give her a settlement and go live your old life your old white life uh, what else? Because you don't have that much life left. It don't look like it because he looked like he looked like he looked just like them white people that be in them life alert commercials. Mm. He probably got <laughs> he probably got he got one of them sit up tall sit up tall tubs <laughs> <laughs> with the little door. <laughs> She's yeah, she like, what are you doing, babe? Taking a bath. Why are you up so high? Anyway. And he fall and he fuck around and be looking like him, okay? Listen. Mm. Uh what else? Candace and uh Chris. Chris uh they having a engagement party. Candace mama is weird. She low key still bitter about what happened with her dad, even though she done had a whole husband for decades. Right. And she was shady as fuck talking about if her if candace and chris have children that chris will have three baby mamas and she talking about high five and i was like like you messy ass woman messy and goofy and they can't check you like they won't because you paying for the damn wedding pretty much which is probably why all another reason why she act the way that she does right which is sad but you know go off because candace's mama kind of she really is one of them like control freaks like everything got to be about her yeah, Candace mama act like you know who Candace mama act like? She act like uh oh damn, what's her name? And she be crazy as hell when she play everybody mama. Oh, uh the Jennifer lady? No. Oh, um, oh my I've been saying you ain't talking about Jennifer Lewis, is you? No, I'm not talking about Jennifer Lewis. I'm talking about uh she was in a movie with Martin. Oh, Lynn Whitfield? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. My mama remind me of that just low key, like not mean and slapping her daughter around and calling her a bitch. Although, mm. I don't know. We don't know what she be doing when the camera's off. I don't know. Because judging she, by that scene with Candace and her sister, when she was like talking about that weight, I'm like, mm. Listen, how's your weight? She might as well have just been like fat bitch. <laughs> pretty much. But anyway, pretty much. Um, I did not realize that Ashley was not even 30 with all of this shit happening. And I'm which makes me even more confused how she could not have known that she was a trophy wife. Like, bitch, you're not even 30. And this old white man got to be at least a hundred. She looks over 30 to me, so I'm sad. 
Yeah, yeah, that too. But that's what she gets for being so damn miserable and messy. So you know that ages you. So yeah, it does. And then she light skin too. So uh-huh. and that's no shade, but y'all light skin people, we can admit sometimes when y'all age, it be hit or miss. Mm. If she if she mixed with two light skinned black people, she might be okay. But if her daddy white, good luck. Or if she continued to not mind her fucking business, because <laughs> we've seen how that will age you no matter what your complexion is. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that I white would. man got more excuses than a nigga going to jail about having kids with her. No, that nigga said, I, I need more time, nigga. Uh, huh? You are 80. It's been <laughs> four years. And how much more time do you need? You don't I, want no babies with that woman. Just tell you just her. Wanted, you just wanted to suck and fuck on her, and that's cool. You know? Yeah, but, uh, I mean, not really, but <laughs> that's not what she wants. Like, if, if they were on, on one accord about that, that would be cool. But clearly, she done told you from the beginning that she want kids. She want a family. Yeah. I want her to stop being stupid. Like, just go to this white man and be like, look, Zordon, you told me you was going to give me some babies. <laughs> And now you bullshitting. So you either gonna give me some babies or you gonna give me some money so I can go. Uh, what else? So then I, I think go ahead. I just, before we go, I just need to understand how good that sex is or sport because I'm just completely confused about sticking around for somebody that just does not respect you, does not want to have kids with you, says whatever they feel like saying to you when they feel like saying it. Like talk crazy about your mama. Is he eating ass? Is that it? <laughs> if you can find somebody to do that and put a baby in you. Listen, it's plenty you know, of niggas out here. I know white men freaky. I know that man probably be tying you up and hanging you from the chandelier and tickling your butthole. Or but having she, you do it to him. Some, listen. Hey, hmm. mm-hmm. Anyway. <laughs> that man doesn't want any kids with you, Ashley. And you are moving into prime uh, baby-making years. And not saying you can't have kids later in life, because Lord knows I'm a testament for being over 30 having kids. But the healthiest you will be is right now. And also, he's not really that attractive. You half white, he all white. That baby's going to come out looking 60. Mm. Mm. <laughs> that baby's going to come out looking like, if it's a girl, she's going to come out looking like she's going through menopause. Oh, baby, gonna come out looking like shaved ice. <laughs> baby is gonna be born looking like Barbara Streisand. It's All the right. time of now. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> baby, gonna come out looking like Ruth Bader Gators, uh, Ginsburg. Supreme Court, baby. Back. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I love us for real. So yeah, so then everybody went to Candace's um, engagement party, and it was mm. dry for the most part. Ashley and Karen got into it again, and you know what's interesting about that is that Karen, like Ashley, really rattles Karen. She does to the point where she cannot get any good quips back because when Karen goes at it with Giselle. At least she can go toe to toe with Giselle, but it's something about Ashley that she just be sounding the fuck stupid. So she sounded the fuck stupid again, but you know whatever. Ashley was like, "All right, girl, 
Yeah. You mind your own man. Whatever she said. It wasn't memorable. So that's how you know she didn't really read her. Um, and then her, Michael, the white man she married to that don't want to give her no goddamn babies. But he will give us a mess. Yeah, he took the mess to Ray, Karen's husband. And Ray was about to beat that white man ass. He was like, you don't get the fuck out of my face with this bullshit. Because Michael walked up and just, uh, Ray had a casual conversation with somebody else. I think Candace in-laws or something said in the group in the pregame. Like a mother and sister or something like that. Yeah, and then Michael just came up, just came up just randomly. So, do you live in Great Falls or or D.C.? Yes or no? What? What? Right. What? What? Ray was looking like, what was it? Ray said, "What you talking about? You don't been to my house, like what?" You right, and Michael's like, "No, I haven't." He's like, "Yes, you have, man. Cut the fucking." Ray was like, "Cut the fucking shit, bitch." All right, Ray. Ray was like, "You don't get the fuck on." <laughs> you about well, to? I'm saying a dark skinned man who ain't taking no shit off nobody, especially not from nobody, man. Mm, 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 mm. We got to stand up in our darkness. You <laughs> <laughs> make me so sad. <laughs> <laughs> ah, so <good. laughs> me and punk us. Hey, Ray was looking like uh, what's that damn movie that Samuel Jackson was in? Every movie, yeah, dude, yeah, yeah. He looked like Samuel Jackson did in every Sam, every damn movie. <laughs> we was looking was like I am sick of these white men <laughs> on this damn rooftop, Curtis. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't dealing with no motherfucking crackers on this motherfucking plane. They don't mind his motherfucking business. Fucking hungry. I'm, I'm so sorry, guys. Yeah. We are a little racist, and we, we. It's fine. I mean, this is Trump's America, so fuck it. Yeah, I'm sorry. I mean, we can't be racist. It's fine. We're probably gonna get some some hate voicemails or something over that, but but yeah. it'll be aimed at me. It's fine. We'll, we'll bar ass if you think you can. Thank yeah. you so much. Yeah, I mean, it'll be aimed at me like a world. Yeah, you didn't get that far with me because I truly don't give a damn. But anyway, <laughs> just like Ray didn't give a damn, he was like, "You don't get the fuck out of my man, out of my face, white ass motherfucker." And then, and so then, then Michael, um, he got his little feelings hurt, so he ran over to Karen like, "Your husband was rude to me," and Karen was like, "Did you say something that deserved for you to be rude?" And he told her what happened, and she was like, "I mean, it sounds like you're not minding your business. <laughs> you and your wife not minding y'all business." <laughs> Man, Michael was salty. That was, that was funny as shit. He was mad about that. He, like he truly expected Karen to get up and be like, "Ray, you don't talk to these white people like that. You don't your do mom that. raised you better than this." Karen was like, "When you get when you enter business that is not yours, you have to accept the consequences." Your right. whiteness will not prevent you from getting your ass beat by this <laughs> nigga just because he got millions. <laughs> right. Because right. that is still a nigga. <laughs> right. A nigga named Ray. A nigga named Ray with eyes like that. Right. A beard like that. He'll beat everybody ass. Right. He definitely got because he definitely got that 1960s ass beard. That, nigga, that man will beat your ass. Listen, I saw, Ray, we don't want no smoke. All I right. know we got hands on Retro Rims, but I feel like he'll whoop all our asses. So, <laughs> Listen, really? no, I feel like he literally gonna try to give us whoopings like we his kids. Right. right. Shit, I feel like Ray would do some damn secret nigga tactics he used to escape slavery. I feel like Ray just gonna pull up in like a 68 Cadillac and run us over. You know, them shit metal, so we gonna die. <laughs> <laughs> 
that shit ain't plastic. That the plastic shit on the roads now, we might have a chance. Them old school Cadillac, we gonna be gone. Right. Mm. But uh that was pretty much it. They ran through um the little End of season updates. End of season, season updates that happened, I guess, between the end of the season and the um, reunion. The reunion. So um, supposedly somebody from Giselle's past is trying to come back. That was her update. Um, Candace's update was the budget for the wedding is now one hundred and seventy-five thousand. Which uh, girl? Which girl? Her mama no. wants to add more people, but don't want to give more money. I have been seeing the pictures from the wedding, and if that's what one hundred and seventy-five thousand gets you, sweetheart, you should have just had a destination wedding and flew people out. That shit was so gaudy and tacky and and overworked and forced. Like it started to, I don't know, this something something about the type of black that Candace is trying to prove she can keep up with white people. Mm. It looked like she was trying so hard to to put on a a show for everybody but herself because it just it looks really tacky. The pictures, the pictures are tacky. Her hair looked bad. The dress is weird. It's got these weird glittery straps hanging down like like karate belts and shit. It mm-hmm. it was not it. <laughs> Kung Fu wedding. <laughs> could have done more with a lot less. And you and like your husband said. Y'all could have had money in y'all pocket. Yep, but you're dumb. Um, who else? I don't remember what Ashley's update was. Um, something about yoga. Yeah, that her, her, her and that white man have went to spirituality. Yeah. So, oh yeah, because they went on a trip to like India or something for her thirtieth birthday, or at least it says it didn't really make it clear if they went, but it definitely says she went. Yeah. Um, who else? I said Robin, Karen. Oh, Karen's. They were kind of shady and was like allegedly something about Ray, his tax issue being done, but And they put his in all caps and then quotation marks. Yeah, they were being shady with that. <clears throat> and what we didn't talk about in the pregame, which made me cackle is in Robin's update, it was like her and Juan are supposedly like talking about marriage. But it also said that she done wasted $35,000 on that contract and that house is still not renovated. (laughs) (laughs) I saved that tidbit for the show. First of all, we have to... I wanna I'm gonna try to watch the reunion and I'm gonna try to like hashtag when this shit is airing because Robin needs to accept the fact that she's not good with money and anything business related. At all. She's a good mom, she was a good athlete, but she is always getting scammed out of money. Mm-hmm. Second time. At yep. this point, when you know that you're putting your money on the line, you need to have your all your ducks in a row with reputable contractors. And furthermore, house flipping is not really a business for people who can't afford to lose money. Because, like, I know HGTV makes it look like so quick and fast and cool, and you renovate the house, it's beautiful, and you make $100,000 or more off of it, and then you bank money. But the fact of the matter is, it could be months before you get rid of that house you're trying to flip. And while you're trying to flip it, you have to pay the mortgage on it. So I just... 
I don't know what Robin is doing. She's not very smart. Not at all. She definitely don't know what the fuck she's doing with money. And that was pretty much it. It looks like the reunion is going to be lit because everybody was at each other's throats. And Giselle, I mean, not Giselle, Robin will cut her hair looking like Brigitte Nielsen. Yeah, Robin looked the fuck terrible. Like, whoever cut her hair need their ass beat. Probably not a black woman. Oh, definitely not a black woman. She definitely definitely went to Supercuts. No, she went to Visible Changes. (laughs) 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 Next Next to the Chick-fil-A in the mall. Oh, that was pretty much it for Potomac. Like I said, the reunion looked like it's going to be lit. Everybody fighting. Monique getting in people's ass. Giselle looking the fuck stupid. Karen huffing and puffing and walking off and having breakdowns and crying on Giselle's shoulder. Looks like it's going to be a good time, guys. I'm here for it because I'm also here for them finally wrapping this shit up because as entertaining... Yeah, as entertaining as it's been, like they literally have been bickering the whole season. Yeah. So let's wrap it up, B. Yeah. They ain't even trying to fake it like on other shows where it's like they're gonna show one a positive positive episode. They've been fighting the whole goddamn season. The ho- nothing positive. <laughs> Positively arguing. That's what I the fuck they <laughs> what I remember, they had like two or three positive moments the whole fucking season. And even those were peppered with fighting in between. So that's all done. So let's okay. So hmm, because the the next three offerings they were all pretty good. But I I want to say let's. I have the least. Actually, I don't have that much on basketball wise because it was kind of stupid. So yeah. let's let's dribble over there. You hoes is old and stupid. Old and dumb. <laughs> That's what I have. Y'all have been arguing about the same shit for fucking ever now. For 11 episodes. Listen, you hoes are shady and been shady and gonna continue to be shady. And while I don't care for Jen, for y'all to be doing all this goddamn performing, like this the worst something, some, some, the worst rumor somebody could have ever started, y'all need to cut it the fuck out. And that she's the only one that did it. Right. Fucking immediately. And Sean, so, girl, fuck you. Yeah, correct. Um, As much as I don't like Kristen she did have a point when she asked Shawnee, she was like, why does Jen get a pass? I mean, why does uh, Tammy get a pass and not Jen? Right. Like, like if you're going to be mad, then you, they should both be in, in, in the hot seat because nope. go ahead. John. And uh, just piggybacking off you. Cause I agree. Like Kristen, it was like girl, but she was, she had a valid point. Like she, from the outside looking in, because I don't... She was like, it looks like Jen and Tammy both did the same thing, and then Shauna A is going to talk about I'm not sure if if Tammy brought that rumor to be malicious. Girl, are you the fuck stupid Shawnee? Come on, Shawnee. Shawnee. You know. You know. You, because you, because from what we can see... Okay, so... Jen definitely was the one that brought the rumor to the group. That much we can all agree on. She can't refute it. She hasn't refuted it. She and then just to pit to throw it in real quick, all of this shit she been teasing about having her own receipts. The time comes, she pull out the phone. First of all, the bitch can't unlock the fucking phone. <laughs> then she unlocked the that phone. Was funny to me. Listen, she unlocks the phone, y'all, and she asking Tammy what day was the the text messages on, and I'm like, the girl. What? 
then she's like, oh, I think Tammy said it was like March 16th or 26th. And Jen was like, oh, mine only goes back to the 27th. I'm like, so you did all that grandstanding about having receipts of your own and didn't have shit looking the fuck stupid. Looking the fuck stupid. Look, when she could open that phone, all I could think about was like, what that choke Candace had about if people getting stuck on revolving doors. That's the only thing. <laughs> 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 but I was like, Gee. so I'm gonna I'm gonna say this. I definitely do. I did some digging. So that rumor about Evelyn and Shaq has circulated for ever in the day. That's first and foremost. Correct. Um. So Shawnee acting like she never heard that rumor. I think that is bullshit. I just think she is again performing at this point because honestly. That rumor is not a rumor that could tear that fucking family apart because that family been the fuck apart. Yeah, because Shaq level foot name been on good terms for a long fucking time when he tried to sue her and get the money back she was hiding in accounts, overseas accounts and shit. So for me, I do feel she's performing. I do think Tammy asked Jen about the rumor and then Jen brought it to the whole group chat and then because they had a mutual common enemy and Tammy was like oh no let me try to play my cards right because see Tammy wanted that to just stay between her and Jen she had no intentions on that going beyond them until it was time to blow the shit up when Jen got when her pussy got wet about trying to expose Evelyn when they was not on good terms she took it to the group chat and tried to involve everybody and that's when Tammy started playing like girl what is you doing girl that ain't cool like, I feel like they both perform it at this point, but Tammy is a smarter bitch than Jen is, and that's why Jen needs to stay in her lane. Yeah. She don't know how to be the shady bitch she thinks she is. Yeah, Jen, because she's stupid. She's stupid, but... Well, I wouldn't say that Tammy's smarter than Jen. I just think that Shawnee and the rest of them are full of shit for giving Tammy a pass, in my opinion. Yeah, but I don't really that, think they smart. She's smarter because I mean, Evelyn clocked her ass. Well, a few episodes I, ago, like, and Evelyn's stupid for giving Jen a pass, but I don't really think that she's smarter. They just everybody's well, picking sides and performing. Smarter in terms of how to be conniving. Yeah, I was. I would yeah, say I, we okay, can split yeah, the difference yeah. and be like, yeah, yeah, Tammy is just good, better at covering her ass. Yeah, yeah. Okay, you that's don't fair. Necessarily have to be smart to do that. Yeah, that's fair. You just have to then have compared some to the, sense. Then compared to the rest of the intellect level on the cat. Correct. Especially Jen. Yeah. <laughs> <And> <laughs> yeah. Especially Jen. Because it's yeah. like, girl. So that's fair. That's fair. Yeah, I would say that. Tammy, I mean, but Tammy been conniving for seasons, so it's not like that would not be a skill that she has because she been doing it. I mean, from the outside looking in, we can see that she's not very good at that either, but yeah, inside the group. And I think it's just I really think that everybody just wanted to choose sides. Instead of saying both of y'all bitches is trash, they want to choose sides. And so Shawnee is like, for whatever reason, she was against Jen. All it feels like Shawnee already has some kind of issue with Jen. Yeah. And yeah. then Evelyn, Evelyn don't really have no friends in the group, so it makes sense why she holding on to Jen. Although it looks like she holding on to Jen from a distance. Yeah. Like, it looks like yeah, I, I don't think that they are uh, as close, remotely as close as they had started to get before this exploded. So what Tammy set out to do, she did because she has created a lot of doubt in the rest of the cast minds when it comes to Jennifer and how she operates, which I think was her intent 
after Jen didn't follow the plan and decided to reconnect with Evelyn. Right. And so Tammy was like, okay, well, both you hoes can go down now. Do you think her motive was more aimed at Jen and Evelyn was a casualty or was it Evelyn was the target and then Jen was the casualty? Um, so I don't believe I don't believe that Tammy ever believed that rumor. I don't think I don't think she did either. But what I do think she believed was that it would create friction regardless. Yeah. So she definitely knew what she was doing. Yeah, she knew what she was doing. So I definitely do believe that she set out to accomplish what she wanted. Yeah, I agree with that. I think it was a twofold, though. I think it was because she's already decided she don't like Evelyn again this season. So that was I think the primary mission was to take a shot at Evelyn. And it was like a secondary if it if it missed or the shit went awry she could still be able to take a shot at Jen, which would in turn kind of take a shot at Evelyn because she knew that was going to cause a rift throughout the group. Because truth be told, there was literally no reason for Tammy to bring this up to Shawnee mm-hmm. after a year. Which is why I was looking at, because I think it was either, it was either Christian or shit, maybe even Jen that said that, and Shawnee ass was just was like, oh, well, yeah, I don't I, know. I think it was Jen that said it. Somebody yeah. said it, cause, and I've spent my whole thing since the beginning, since this dropped. Like, you literally had no reason to bring this up. Because it could be as simple as if Shawnee heard it and it wasn't from uh, from y'all, you could have been like, I didn't believe that shit anyway. That's why I didn't bother telling you about it. Right. But you went out of your way to make sure you brought it up and make sure that it was a topic of conversation. Then you tried to pull the wool over everybody's eyes and do one of them empowerment rooftop mimosa shits or whatever that shit was. Mimosa scam. Right. And you know, trying to hide your hands in the shit and it blew up bigger than you was in. It blew up in both you and Jen's direction when you were expecting it to only blow up in Jen and Evelyn's direction. Right. So Tammy, fuck you. Yeah. Um Kristen mm. fuck you too. I don't like Kristen. She she's so pretty and I want to like her, but she trash, so go to hell. Yeah. Um, I love I like how CC basically told her we not that cool using Kristen's own words again. So like you said we wasn't that cool, so that's why I, ain't, I didn't invite you to that damn party. Yeah, but that part was weird because she was like backtracking in person, and then in the confessional, she yeah. was like that yeah. was weird to me. Like, yeah, there's nothing wrong with saying you are saying that we are only surface friends and we don't have a deep connection or friendship. So no, I did not invite you to come celebrate my birthday with me. Cece, Fuck you, bitch. Cece's not a good fit for the show because she don't have no backbone. Nope. Yeah. And that's just what it was because there is no way Kristen could have thought she deserved the invitation to that woman's birthday dinner. None. Absolutely none. You have taken up a friendship deeper with Jen, who you just met, who has dragged this woman and her accomplishment while you've known Cece for longer because... And that's family. And that's family. So, for me, I don't think Cece is a good fit for that show for that reason. Because she doesn't have a backbone. And I don't feel like seeing her backpedal every week when she's in the right to feel how she feels. Right. I agree. 
because it reminds me of like when you in a when you in an argument with somebody and then y'all walk off and ain't shit set up, but then you think about everything you, that you could have said while you was in the heat of the moment. Be like, and another thing, bitch. <laughs> right. Because you're right. Like in, <laughs> right. Cause like you're right. In, in real time in the in the show, she was backpedaling like a motherfucker. Then in the confessional, she was stirring and firm. And it's like, well, you could have just said that yeah, in real time. That was literally my note. Cause I'm like, you why are you sitting here stumbling trying to lie? You could have just been like, um, the last time we talked, you brought Jen around and you said that we are not really friends. So you can you can save your fake outrage about not getting an invite to my birthday party, and she could have left it at that. So, I agree with Candace. Cece needs to go. This is this is not for you, baby girl. You got a whole business, a legitimate business. You got accomplishments. You got a, a whatever, a husband or whatever. Although, did y'all see in the? Pre- I think it was in the preview where the shit is still escalating because it looks like Byron. Mm-hmm. Byron said he don't want to fool with y'all until yeah. they get this shit resolved. And then Malaysia ass putting it all on CC. And my my that's my kind of my issue with Malaysia. Like, why are you putting it all on CC when Christian literally is the catalyst for all shit? I didn't see that. I all I saw was he was like, I don't want to have brunch with y'all or nothing. And he but he was directing at it at Kristen. Yeah, but, but I don't, I don't, that, but it's the same thing with, with Malaysia as it is with Shawnee and Tammy and with Evelyn and Jen, like, why are you giving Kristen a pass? Right. Like, literally, the reason why that rift is there is because of Kristen. And you keep going to CC to fix it instead of going to Kristen and being like, bitch, own up to your shit. You was being shady. You've been treating this girl like trash over these new bitches that ain't got shit for you. She's like, just fix it, fix it, fix it. Well, you need to pull Kristen aside and tell her to get her shit together. But anyway, and then also Malaysia shit. If you if if you want it fixed and ain't nobody getting it done, shit, you fix it or mind your business. Shit, that too. <laughs> Either or, you could just like family's everything. Family's everything. It can't be that much because you surely ain't checking the family that's always in your face full of shit. Pretty much. So, what is the truth? Mm. Uh, that was pretty much it. It was, you know, it's one of those episodes during the season where it's like it's trash on the surface, but you know it's like a stepping stone to build up to some new mess. Because the rumor shit and the fallout of that was pretty big. Yeah. Uh, That scene where Evelyn was dragging Tammy's wig up and down the boulevard. (laughs) (laughs) Still good TV. That was pretty big. So it makes sense for them to have a little before they gear up because like I said we already know we're going to get to a point where Malaysia throwing tables at people so mm-hmm. which I can't wait yeah can't wait alright so um do y'all want to end on loving hip hop Hollywood or black ink crew we'll end on black ink crew alright so loving hip hop Hollywood first of all VH1 fuck y'all for playing Sabrina Claudio during the show yeah yeah, and I'm gonna leave that at that. Um, a couple of things before we get into it. Paris, Paris looked like Jennifer Holiday back in Dreamgirls. <laughs> Curtis. <laughs> God damn it! Also, <sighs> we have a we have a 
something from one of our past our previous guests, Nikki. She texted me this week and told me what A one Mama looked like. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Nikki said A one Mama looked like a uh, Pepe the Frog. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, when she texted me that picture, I slid out of my bed. <laughs> Facts. She didn't lie. She didn't yeah. lie. Yeah. And um, also, whoever um filmed and edited that scene between Ray J and Safari, somebody on Twitter said Ray J hat was moving around like the sword and hat from Harry Potter. <laughs> <laughs> and that shit had me hot. <laughs> uh, somebody put it together with under some music and that shit had me screaming yeah yeah uh, so that was it that was just a couple of things to get out the way before we get into it yes you creative ass negroes on twitter Ooh. so first and foremost i want to know where does where is safari getting all this energy with a1 like you it know, almost feels out of character for him you know i i go ahead can it feels like they're leaving out some backstory and I don't appreciate that because they love to put everything else on front street, but now all of a sudden they are refusing to give us the in the in-depth because Safari and A1 are interacting like something transpired and maybe the Lyrica was the icing on the cake. Right. Yeah. Like they, it, I don't feel like they've been rocking heavy and been friends, and then all of a sudden he just fucked Lyrica. That don't make sense to me. Nope. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I just Safari. I, I can't remember who said this on Twitter and blame it on my head, but not my heart. But uh, somebody said, she. It might have been Curtis. You might have said it in the group chat. I can't remember, but someone said that Safari. While he may be packing his mentality, he acting like little dick energy. Fucking his friend's wife. I'm pretty sure a lot of people said that. I definitely remember saying that probably in the group chat. I was like, so far the only nigga that I can think of that you know got a big dick but move with little dick energy. Yes. Like, how do you have a dick that fucking big and you so corny? Yeah, He reminds me of a nigga that ain't used to compliments and he finally start getting them and then he had had to ask. Well, you may not be far off base because he did. Because I mean, he was with that barb. So. Yeah, so you know, I'm just saying. We know how that went, so you might be right. Yeah, because you know what? that fits with what he, what he was talking when he said, "Bitches be liking me." That yeah. you know, it kind of fits. So you yeah. might be onto something, young motor oil. Yeah. <laughs> Because, you know, we have seen those clips of Nikki verbally abusing that man. So, you know, um, just saying. Mm-hmm. Just saying. He, he acted like a nigga that just got free. He act like a nigga that just got multiple uh, pussies. That's what he yeah. act like. Yeah. And one of them pussies being his, <laughs> being his friend's wife. Listen, that. Mm. So, what else? We can bounce around. But I, I do want to say this, though. Uh, while, I, while Safari did have a, a funny line when he was like, how nigga in some pearls acting like he bought that life. While that was funny, uh, Safari, you, nothing about you screams that you you a fighter, bro. Like, come yeah. on. Like, yeah. I mean, yes, it was funny, but it's, it's pretty much Spider-Man pointing at Spider-Man. I mean, come on. Come on, bro. 
Yeah, but everybody been coming at A one for his pearls this season. And I'm that's like, true. Jesus. That's <laughs> but also two in as well. Safari. No one believes you have hands. You got dick, but you ain't got no hands. Correct. Uh, what else? Let's see. Let's just stick stick to this and get it all out the way. So, Lyrica went to her mama house lying like shit. Mm-hmm. And you know what made you know what got on my nerves. First of all, I just want to say that that A one both A one mama and lyrical mama ugly as fuck. I would just like to point that out. <laughs> uh, but what made it? What kind of got on my nerves about it? Because see, they tricked us. Well, A one, I mean not A one, lyrical mama threw a monkey wrench because when she was talking to lyrical at first, it, it sounded like she was about to give her give lyrical like a a motherly like girl, you fucking up. But then. Lyrica started, kept lying, and she got in them tears and waterworks. And then here go her mama going old, big mad and going over to A1 uh, place acting a goddamn ass. Like, girl. So, first of all, Lyrica mama looked like Janice the Muppet. Correct. So then she went to A1 house where A1 mama looked like Dr. Robotnik. So it was <laughs> just video game villains all around. And started charging them up, and A one mama went from zero to sixty, and then threw cornbread batter all over A one. Right. <laughs> and lyrical mama picked that chair up so fucking fast. I don't think I've ever seen nobody pick a chair up that fast. You ever get so angry to the point where you gonna throw um, fed, uh, Alfredo sauce on your own son, bitch? You need to sit down. Yeah. You, yeah. It's not that fucking deep. And furthermore, I'm kind of pissed off with Mona for how she's spending this because um, somebody on Twitter jogged my memory. But remember some time back, like maybe last year, when blogs was reporting that Lyrica and A1 were separated because she found out he was cheating on her. So I truly don't think they've been together in a very long time. I believe that Mona made them, you know, for the sake of the show, act like they've been happily married and all of a sudden Lyrica is cheating. Mm. I don't think they've been together. And then when Brooke was like, they haven't had sex in like a year, you're not married and you've not had sex in like a year as a newlywed. Let me say that. Circumstances can arise and things can happen, but as a newlywed couple who's been married less than two years, you are not going half your current marriage without having sex. They are not together and they have not been together. You can't even make them believe that. Mona could have spent this to talk about their divorce. This whole forcing Lyrica to put her sex life on 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 the big screen. That's why, like, I, I like Mona, but she's problematic too because she's not bringing up a one infidelity. But all of a sudden, we need to discuss Lyrica fucking Safari while her and a one are separated. Mm-hmm. Like, it, like, cause I, like I said, I believe they separated, and I definitely believe if they were separated, she was well within her rights to get. Get that big Jamaican beef stick. Yeah. The beef patty. And A1 looked like he stink. That's not the well, thing. I mean, A1 looks like he smell like pillow slob. That is too, true also in this world. But <laughs> I, <laughs> nothing A1. about A1 says the hammer. I just. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, the I, nail I, maybe, but not the hammer. I, um, well, it's like we said in the chat because I mean you did bring it up in the group chat, and he was like basically it was a, re- a revenge fuck if anything, which I won't disagree with. Uh, but I still think at the very least you can say it's still trash as fuck on Safari Park. 
Oh, absolutely. That's the whole thing that that Candace is saying. That's independent of Safari. Yeah. Like, yeah. Now, whether he agreed to be a part of the storyline and it's not real, or they really did fuck. Like, either way, bro, you you looking real trash out here in these streets, especially for somebody claiming that they just want to be loved. <laughs> you look real funny line for Love and Hip Hop New York. It's been his whole storyline since we've known about this nigga. Since Nikki, since him and Nikki broke up, he been looking for love. Oh, <laughs> for the love of coconut oil. Oh, sometimes I sit in my room alone at the wall, ass nigga. Yeah. <laughs> oh, retractable hairline, having ass nigga. <laughs> oh, questionable ass Jamaican accent, ass nigga. Because mm. mm. I mean, we gotta be honest. Sometimes the horror accent be like, mm, mm. but you know, well, that's neither here nor there. But. Yeah. Speaking of speaking of bitches who dish it but can't take it, hey, I have thoroughly enjoyed how much Princess is under Monique's skin already, <laughs> and I also have enjoyed Ray J's carrying on. But at the same time, it's like nigga, can't nobody treat your wife bad but you. Yeah. Right. So it's only so much I can give because I was absolutely here for how he clocked Monique, but at the same time, it's like nigga, nobody would be here. Well, to a degree, nobody would be here if you weren't doing the shit that you're doing. Correct. I agree with both of those. And I, the reason not, I say to a degree because it, you know, Monique's gonna carry on because that's just how she does it. She don't like that family no way. But at the same time, like the reason the the shit so far even been the way that it has and how Princess is carrying on is because of you, Ray J. So it's only like, I can only give you like half a pebble. Yeah. Although that's, I, that's not where I thought Candace was going with that. When she said Dishnet can't take it. I thought we was going to uh, pull up on Kimberly. Mm. Well, cause Ray J is involved with that too. He had a hand in all the shit. Getting Monique- you know what? That's right. That's true. Cause when, when Monique showed up, all was- roles lead to Ray J. Well, I was going to back it up to when Lyrica mama showed up. Looking like she just got off the corner. <laughs> Yo, that shit had me in tears. Listen. She was, she was like, bring, bring K. Michelle out. I want to speak to K. Michelle. Get off me. Where is she? K. K. Michelle, the parents of the out there trying to like, who is this bitch? Listen, K. Michelle was in there like, till I'm asleep. I was like, girl. <laughs> you got way too much mouth to be scared to come out your... Uh... Out your dressing room. Right. Oh, as an aside, did y'all see the shit about K. Michelle uh, stopped filming during some part of the season because uh, what's the girl name? Tanisha. What's her name? The the ex assistant. The girl said stole the money from her through a drink on her this season. <laughs> yeah, Paris. Yeah, yeah Paris. Paris. She reminded me of Tanisha from Bad Girls Club a little bit. I can see. Yeah. Yeah. So they they stopped filming because because uh she came Michelle said they got into it and to and Paris threw a drink in her face, so now she want to sue her. Like okay, mm, that might happen. Well, I wonder when that's gonna happen. Maybe like mid season, maybe. That's rich. That's real rich. Right. That is hilarious. That this you can't take it. This problems, Kimberly. <laughs> how y'all just? How you just kind of sort of get back cool with the girl? Then you gonna try to sue? Because <laughs> K. Michelle is is nuts. 
Oh, I forgive you. By oh, by the way, here's this lawsuit, girl. What? <laughs> she nuts. She don't know what she talking about. She don't know what she doing. Um, what else, you guys? So, still staying on this uh, A one and lyrical vein. So A one kicked his mama out of his house when she threw that jiffy mix on him. <laughs> And so she went and told his brother, and his brother flew out from Kansas City, I believe. Yeah. And I'm, you know, one, I feel kind of bad for A1 because I'm like, it looked like everybody got smoke for A1. <laughs> He's just trying to navigate his wife, possibly fucking one of his friends, and literally everybody got smoke for him. Because his brother came performing for the cameras. Like, yeah. it, didn't, it didn't need to be all of that. Yeah, he wanted his, he wanted his chick. He wanted his camera time because I was like, y'all, can you, like, it, it just didn't take all that. It did not need to escalate like that. Like, I'm the big brother. You're going to respect me. And everybody keep telling A1 he acting Hollywood. And I'm like, would y'all be where y'all are if A1 wasn't Hollywood? Not that that gives him an excuse to treat anybody like trash, but I'm like, I don't even feel like. I don't see him treating people like trash. He wasn't wrong for kicking his mama out. Like, you in here turning up on me. <laughs> you got fucking cake batter in my hair. But like this, you- this shit with Lyrica and A1 is a testament to why people need to keep their parents and friends and whoever out their relationship because everybody think they could put they, they dip their toe in their marriage. Yep. And ultimately... Mm-hmm. If he wanted to forgive Lyrica for fucking A1, if Lyrica wanted to forgive him for fucking groupies on the road, that's on them. That's their business. But they've spent so much of their marriage and their relationship putting their mamas in it that their mamas feel entitled to turn up and do the shit that they do about the relationship. Because Lyrica mama felt entitled to come over to the apartment acting her ass and coming in, not uh, waiting to be invited in, opening the door and shit. I mean, I know that was production, but still. I don't give a damn where the camera's at. Don't nobody come in my house without me inviting their ass in. <laughs> right. Expressly. Didn't even say, hey, she was just like, I'm here to give get lyrical like, shit. Knock, and knock, back, I'm back, here. And I, backing up just a little bit, I love how uh, Lyrical Mama went from telling Lyrica, uh, well, Lyrica, you did tell me that he's, that man sent you an inappropriate pic. Um, and then going to, then Fast forward to going to uh, a one place like you let a stranger woman interfere with your marriage and it got my daughter crying. I was like, so you, so your ugly ass is gonna do a whole one eighty. Because that's the other thing, like that's the precarious position that a one and lyrica are in. Because it's not just that y'all have invited y'all mamas in to your marriage. Your mamas are also looking for their fifteen minutes of fame, so they hamming it up and doing the most. In the midst mm-hmm. of all of this shit going on, because then A1 mama, that girl don't mean you no goddamn good. <laughs> yeah, you run up this and tell me. I was like, all right, sis. His brother want to fight. I was just like, y'all doing too fucking much. Yeah. Too much. Hey, yo, I ain't going to lie to you. I feel like <laughs> I feel like A1 beat shit out here, brother, though. <laughs> That's just me personally. I might disagree, but I feel like A1 would so, be like, My question is, how you, how does other brother exist, but don't do nothing for the mama? Like, y'all just got way too much fucking nerve for me. Your mama, the mama that came all the way to Hollywood homeless 
but you got a brother all the way back home who ain't doing shit. Y'all better get the fuck out of my face about everything. Then coming up, then coming up. Appendix and he want to stay with her. That's his business. Because you motherfuckers can't even keep rules of y'all can't keep a roof over your own head. Piggybacking my goddamn relationship. Piggybacking off you a little bit, Candace. Yo, you back home, mom ain't doing shit for all mama. All mama out here because of me. Then you gonna come to me talk about I need to respect you because you the big brother, but you ain't doing shit for all mama, boy. <laughs> boy. <laughs> You know, one day we're going to have a conversation, not on this show, but just in general, black people, we need to have a conversation about us being obsessed with respect amongst mm. our peers and our families. But that's a, another conversation for another day, because a whole lot of black relationships, familial and otherwise, are wrecked because people are too busy chasing respect versus actually having healthy interactions with each other but i'm not gonna get on that on this episode or on this show at all because this ain't for it y'all here for mess uh what else let's see oh and speaking of a1 mama can go to hell because she named them boys lloyd and floyd <laughs> like what in the crackhead <laughs> what in the crackhead is that the first time we don't ever uh, someone ever said uh, A1 government name? That's the first time I heard it. Yeah, I, I hey, A1, your name is Floyd. <laughs> this is like, get out of my house, though. <laughs> right. Get out of Floyd's house. Right. She, He was like, that's all well and good, but also two and as well. Get the fuck out. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so let's see. We can back it up to Princess. She was getting a mold of her belly done, and then Ray J came in. I'm sorry. Everything is my fault. I was like, no shit, Sherlock. Right. Like, who who didn't think that it was your fault? Right. right. And then, speaking of Ray J, so he has this thing called Raycon, which mm. as raggedy and stupid and corny and dumb as Ray J is, with this tech shit, I cannot... I can't take that from him. Like he getting to the money, he doing something with the scooty bikes and speakers and whatever the fuck else he was saying. Like I can't take that away from him. Yeah, he, he found got, a way he got, to he got his money. I can't. We can't take yeah, that. He away. found a way to get his money because it damn sure wasn't gonna come from that non-existent throat. Oof, oof, oof. One wish that he would shut the hell up. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, <laughs> you better be glad you have a close relationship with your sister because it ain't no reason for her to be doing no songs with you ever <laughs> in life. I was listening to whatever Brandy album that was, and they had a song together, and I was like, girl, why? <laughs> Charity. Charity. Why? <laughs> like, Brandy. And we we don't need to get into all of the stuff about Brandy, but I would I would never take that away from her. Brandy can sing a fucking ass off, but why are you doing songs with Ray J? We don't need that scooty throat on no record. Scooty throat. <laughs> so anyway, <sighs> um, so this nigga rock star shows up. Mm. Let me rephrase. This ugly nigga rock star shows up. He looks like a cockroach. He looked like a boil. Also two and as well. 
and he he mad weird like he weird as hell weird like i you, it's something so off putting about super successful people that are that are weirdos like that Cause it's like you got too much money to be this damn goofy. Too much money, too much success. You should be too booked. And that's another thing. Like, what is it with these booked people, these booked producers and songwriters getting on this show? Like, what reason is there for Rockstar to be on this show? I don't get it. Same way I didn't understand. We didn't understand Sean Garrett being on Loving Hip Hop Atlanta. Like, why are y'all on this show? Y'all are still out here doing music and making money. Loving hip hop is for when you're trying to restart your career, when you've settled into, I'd rather be on TV looking the fuck stupid than not collecting no check or having to go clock in at the Walmart. Right. I don't want to. I don't want to turn the hot dogs at the gas station. This is for bankruptcy babies. Right. So it's mad weird, but uh, Rockstar, he was weird as hell. And he was just being so. The other thing, like. And I mean, we're going to get to it in a second, but he was speaking of people, just a lot of people just coming at A1. He was just like real passive aggressively shady to A1. And I know like they say that they boys and that's they, they, you know, that's how they get down, which, you know, that's their friendship or whatever. That's fine. But it just, I don't know. It just was like, oh, so go ahead. Because when I saw that scene, I was like, he being real weird. I don't, I wouldn't consider that passive aggressive because that was some direct shade. Um, but I was, I, I, I had it in my head. I'm like, something ain't right. Like something is not right. Cause that there's a difference between a friendly rivalry. Like if you and your friend both do the same thing and y'all like kind of friendly rivals, but that sounds like some, some shit done went down between them and they just kind of keeping it cute. And so then we fast forward and he trying to poach Apple Watts and, you know, I, you know, for right for the time being, Episode per episode, I'm gonna keep it at that. I've been low key living for Apple Watts because when Mama say I'm not with the shit, I don't wanna be in no shit. She do not play no fucking games. So I ain't trying to be in no mess. That ain't my name is Benny. I ain't fucking in it. Yeah. So again, episode by episode basis because you know you can't give too many people. You you can't give them too much because next thing you know she's gonna be in a fuck somebody husband and then we're gonna have to call her trash. So right, you know, episode by episode. Right, just like on the read, you can't root for nobody for too long. Yeah, that's why I learned it from. (laughs) So (laughs) you got to do it on a week by week basis. You can't give these motherfuckers too much. Right, but for right now, I'm a fan of Apple Walker. She was like, "Oh, this sounds. I know two things. I know that this is some mess, and I know the other thing. I can walk right out." Of this studio and walk right out of this mess because Rockstar, like I said, he was he was, and I was like, something still is not right. Like I just didn't, it didn't seem genuine that he was really interested in Apple Watch. And so we fast forward through their interaction, and Apple is like, it looked like it sounded like you got a lot of deep seated issues with A one, and you're not gonna use me as no pawn and your little war with him, right? I'm out. And when she left, he was like. Yeah, A1 must have hit that before me. Because my my niggy sense initially told me that the only reason he was trying to talk to Apple Watts is because he wanted to fuck. Mm-hmm. But after seeing that and him saying that and him keep on bringing Lyrica up whenever he's shading A1, it make me feel like he wanted Lyrica, but A1 got her first. Yep, and so he's still mad. And again, shout out to Apple Watts. I'm slowly but surely becoming a fan because... Um, she don't. She is not playing stupid for the cameras. Nope. 
She like, I'm gonna get my airtime, but y'all not about to degrade me or disrespect me so I could get it. And put me in no mess, and I'm not gonna entertain no mess. Put me in y'all's mess that ain't got nothing to do with me because we literally just met five minutes ago. <laughs> right. Right, but I agree. I agree. That makes sense. Like he wanted lyrical, but they wanted God. And they would also understand, like I say, this weird energy he got for A1. Yeah, because he got weird, he got weird smoke for A1. Mm-hmm. And he keep bringing Lyrica up. I'm like, and I'm trying to figure out it must be two lyricals. That's all I'm gonna say. That's why I'm like, well, shit. A A one lyrical look and built the light. So if anything, Safari so was doing some damn phone shit. That now. Too far. A one is built like he just had a baby. <laughs> I mean, they they both built like two bouncers. So I mean, I just mm, you know, yeah, but, you know, uh, good luck. Lyrica must got, got that gold between her legs because niggas is really doing the most of her this season. Listen, she have to have that snapper. Mm, and she look oh, like that, a snapper. That fire neck or something because I don't get it. Niggas mm. is doing the most over her. But I mean... Her jaw must open up like a convertible. <laughs> like a anaconda. <laughs> maybe look, maybe that's why she been out here. She been out here um, fucking, and she done, they done gassed up. That's why she's screaming and hollering at everybody. Which also is why I, <laughs> I forgot to bring this up. You know, lyrical, lyrical guilty because ain't no way in hell, ain't no way in hell. Nobody, first of all, especially not no in no black family. But she was hollering at her mama and talking to her, you know, what kind of way. I'm like, yeah, you get this for lyrical. <laughs> I mean, we established last you week. I already admitted to it when Ray J hit him with the old school well, so-and-so already told me the truth. Yo, I was going to get to that. Shout out to Ray J because he played the fuck out of Safari to get that information. I mean, I was like, well I done, Ray J. I Lyrica had did something because she just way too hyped up. Mm-hmm. Like, I ain't never I like, I ain't never entertained <laughs> no blatant, bold-ass lie about me in that manner. Like, it's kind of like, they said I did what? These motherfuckers hilarious. Okay. And then, like, I keep moving. Like, she is having full meltdowns every episode right now. Mm-hmm. Yep. Whenever anybody asks her about it, if they're not expressly on her side with no doubt and no question, she having yeah, a meltdown. She told her mama, she was like, before her mama did that 180, she was like, Mama, you supposed to be on my side. You being messy. And her mama was like, How am I being messy for some shit you told me? <laughs> right. And I'm saying it to you. Right. It ain't like I'm out here like Brooke was. <laughs> right. <laughs> and they, I'm almost dragging the fuck out of Brooke. <laughs> yeah, but then we got to take all of them back. Cause she was dragging her, but then she went and did all that performing on yeah. her behalf. So, she you went know. did all that stupid shit and then decided that everything was K. Michelle's fault. And I'm just like, yeah, y'all in these leaps. I don't get it, but okay. <laughs> right. Um, so, yeah, Safari. I mean, he... It's like he admitted to something, but he's still being real shady about it. Mm-hmm. Like he's not coming out and saying exactly what happened, but Ray J did kind of trick him into admitting that something happened twice. Yeah. But they still being tight lipped about what happened. Which I'm guessing they might um I guess give us the whole tea. Like whenever they had that scene that we had in the previews for this season when oh, they show A one jumping across. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I'm guessing that that's when we'll find out exactly what happened. I'm guessing. Yeah, because I mean to be to I mean if we're gonna back it up and be clear, 
the only thing that uh Safari really admitted to was sending Lyrica a dick pic on quote unquote accident. Right. That was accidentally. Boy, Ray J was like accidentally, bro, really. Nigga, please. Ain't nobody <laughs> sending no no picture, no dick that fucking big on accident. Nigga on nigga swinging that shit like a fucking helicopter. You that wasn't no accident. Hey, Ray um, J had me goddamn crying. That nigga was looking like really Nigga sent that dick full well knowing what was gonna go down. Mm-hmm. He knew exactly what he was doing. I mean, listen, it don't I mean it, to be honest, it don't matter how big your dick is, once that shit get in the MMS, it it really is not much that can be said about what you're trying to accomplish. <laughs> whether you Pretty got much. a whether you got an anaconda or a grain of rice. <laughs> a grain of rice. <laughs> once you hit send on that shit. So we gonna see. I mean, they taking a time with this, but we are only on episode three. So yeah. Uh, let us see. Speaking of stupid people, Monice is stupid. She mm. sounds the fuck stupid whenever she speaks. But uh, Ray J pretty much got her together because she couldn't really defend herself because he was like, why would you say that? Why would you say my sister's carrying me and my wife's baby? And she didn't have no comeback. Like, And she's like, why does your wife get a pass for doing crazy shit? And I'm like, and going to the media and saying Brandy was having their baby is not crazy shit? Help me understand, sis. Yeah, I mean, she was sounding stupid because in one breath she was because Ray J asked her like, "Is that justification?" And she said, "No, it's not justification, but I'm doing it anyway." And it's like, "Well, shit, that still don't make no goddamn sense." It still don't make no sense. Like, if you want to get back at Princess for the sex tape shit, this is the stupidest way I've ever seen of trying to do it. <laughs> Pretty much, because you already don't fuck with the Norwoods, so you're gonna bring all the Norwoods into some shit. Right, and you know Brenda run your ass off. So, mm. and then fast forward. So, AD who looks the fuck terrible. Mm. Oof, oof, the suburbs. Oof, oof. AD mm. look like raw puff pastry has been left out too long. <laughs> she goes to Lil Fizz's house, which I didn't know Lil Fizz was gonna be on the season. Although I guess it makes sense. Yeah, but he real low key about his appearance on this show. Like he don't he be on for like four or five episodes, and he be like, yeah, right. he really haven't been like consistently consistent on the on a season since probably like the earlier seasons of Hollywood. Yeah, he more or less just even last season like he more or less just make cameo appearances. Although from what we got in this episode, it looked like he might be on here a little bit heavy because he in some mess, being stupid, being a goddamn being a goddamn goofy. Because preview for next season, this nigga. Is. I in the preview this episode ad goes over there to get the baby shoes and trying to talk to him and who comes down the stairs but her ex-best friend tiffany with who, her crazy ass with her crazy ass who we do, who we all agreed last season wanted some ad tongue and was mad that she wasn't getting it correct or got some of it but was mad that it wasn't hers to keep correct I still believe the latter. Like, I just don't believe that you're going that crazy and you ain't experienced them ditches up in your in your ring uh, your ring pop. And so then they start arguing and she sounds the fuck stupid. And Fizz sounds the fuck stupid because he's like, I know what y'all gonna say. Out of just, all the just women like in the world. world. 
just like a nigga. But you know, if the energy is right, the energy is right. And I'm sitting here and I'll listen, I had to pause it and my head turned to cock to the side like Chad with Bozeman in that one gift. And I was like, how how could the energy possibly be right? Fucking with a woman who you know got smoked with the two bitches that you got to co-parent with. How is that energy right? Help me understand. When that, how is it, not only that, you did not lie, I'll add to it, when you know that that woman is crazy, crazier than your baby mama. Well, arguably. Fair. 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 But he sounded the fuck stupid. Like, so I'm like, nigga, you just like crazy bitches. Like, just, just say that, Fish. You right, just, just like admit crazy. it. Just, just admit like crazy. Either you just like crazy or you just like fucking bitches that's in a close circle to Moniz. Either or. Either way. Just you, you just admit that you the fuck stupid and call it a day, Fizz. It's fine. Because that fine. literally makes no sense. You're not going to convince me that the energy is right with somebody who you knew what you was going to have problems with once ad and monice found out that you was fucking her like that's just the fuck stupid right how you gonna say you don't you just you don't want no smoke then you make moves to create smoke like how does that what what huh what how does that the make sense thing, is? the one thing i will say though is shout out to them because remember last season that rumor came out about fizz and her but it was just a rumor we didn't get much from it because it, i think it was after the season had finished airing when that rumor came out. Yeah. And well, it was, was a couple of rumors. It was one with her, him and Tiffany, and then it was another one with him and uh, Mia. Or maybe it was Mia. But now it's, it ended up being Tiffany. I don't know, yeah. but that shit was fucking stupid. Speaking of stupid, we can close out Love and Hip Hop Hollywood with Bird of the Fucking Millennium. <laughs> Brooke the Hell Valentine. Ooh, ooh, ooh. And Marcus the Ugly, whatever his last name is. The ugly ass beetle. So, so first of all, I don't understand why Marcus is doing all this unnecessary lying. Like, why are you lying to this girl about your relationship with Brooke? Oh, we just friends, we just you don't even need to lie to the girl. You don't need to do it. Just you don't want to be with Brooke. Tell Brooke you don't want to be with her and call it a fucking day. Get your ring back or tell her to keep it and pawn it. Do whatever she want with it. But you don't need to sit there and lie to this girl. Like she probably need the coin because she's not in the studio. Listen, well, never mind because I almost said something awful. Um, that wouldn't be the first time. Hush up. Okay. But uh, yeah, just unnecessarily lying to this girl, and then Brooke is going through her uh, medical uh, can't talk medical thing. And I don't know if y'all picked up on it, but he been real strategic with his words because every time he talked to Brooke, it's friend, 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 friend. Mm-hmm. That's one thing he has been consistent with. Yep, he been in Brooke face, bitch, bitch, you my friend. He been in his new fine ass girl face. That bitch is my friend. <laughs> He just friendly. He just a friendly motherfucker. Right. He just a friendly ass turtle. <laughs> Franklin the uh, friendly turtle. Yeah. So that was pretty much it. We'll see because, like I say, uh, Brooke going through, and I'm sitting here like Brooke, like I don't have no family out in LA except for Marcus, and I'm like, 
So you you can't fly your your mama out from Houston to come help you after your TD surgery? Like what? Or at least get production because again you ain't in the studio, so I understand. But like yeah, like your mama can be on the show if it's a if it's an issue of money. But I'm confused as to why you know that this man is off sowing his quote unquote soil spoiled oats really. Yeah. Yeah. Off with doing God knows what with other women, and this the nigga you want to trust to help you have to get around and do shit after surgery. Make it make sense, bitch. Make it make fucking sense. Tell him, London. I Brooke is Brooke, I think. Well, I don't even think I. I know, like Brooke is just desperate for whatever reason. She's just desperate to keep this man in her life for whatever goddamn reason. Because how the hell you whole 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 ass in LA with this nigga and you ain't got no family, you ain't got a got a relative, you ain't got a cousin, you ain't got a, a stepsister you can call on or something in a time of crisis or something. Listen, like bitch, you ain't got no assistant, you ain't got no, no nobody on the payroll, you don't have nobody to help you. And you got to depend on Marcus, a nigga that done, ain't all he done done since y'all been together is lie. Although that make me, although low key, I feel like that's some misery shit. Like we was talking about last week. Like she got options, but she just want to choose him to try to force him to quote unquote do right by her. Yeah, yeah. The nigga is never gonna do right by you because he don't want to fucking be with you. Because right. ain't no way in hell the woman beautiful as Brooke and Marcus is her only option. Ain't no way in hell. We know that from last season. <laughs> right. <laughs> and there ain't no way in hell ain't nobody in LA hell. It ain't no way in hell nobody on that cast is not checking for Brooke. Like, come on. Let's call right. a spade as fucking Because, I mean, she is a bird, but she's a beautiful ass bird. Right. Ain't no way in hell. This however, Go ahead, girl. However, she has displayed some uh, questionable behavior, so I wouldn't, I wouldn't Blame the men for staying away from her. <laughs> <laughs> uh, bitch, you ain't about to break my fucking ankles. Fuck that. Misery <laughs> my ass. That's fair. That's fair. And so we end with the glimpse of next episode. The plot thickens with this stupid ad. Now we're in another love triangle. Like, I don't know how we got into another love fucking triangle with Brooke and Marcus. It's honestly, it's tired. Y'all can retire the shit, but we right. here. Apparently, not hit the girlfriend pregnant. I guess right now she talking about she pregnant, and it's just like maybe that's what Brooke needs to be for, to be able to finally be like, all right, Marcus, fuck you, because, because she, this is goddamn sad. Yeah, because they were sitting down for something, and she was like, okay, Marcus, like you made your point, like you've done your thing, like can we dismiss her already? And I'm. It's just mad weird to me that she's so nonchalant about you off doing whatever you want to do, fucking other women. But okay, now it's time to dismiss her because it's time for us to get married and move on with our life together. It's just weird to me. Like, what? Y'all ain't got no foundation. Why are you trying to get anyway? Anyway, beautiful ass bird. That's all I got from Brooke. Just yeah. beautiful ass bird. Yeah. When you a bickin head. We just <laughs> <laughs> well done, friend. Well done. So, speaking of bacon heads, we can cluck right on over and, and close things out with Black Ink Crew Chicago. Ooh. Now, I don't have a lot of notes, but a lot of shit happened. There's a lot to unpack. Correct. 
Um, and we don't have, probably because it all happened in one location. And it all happened so fast. Right. Right. But let's get some of the fringe stuff out of the way. So they definitely are calling it Loyal Ink now, but I could have sworn earlier in the season they were saying Loyalty Ink. It was Loyalty Ink. I think after that uh, after that whole shit with Charmaine in that um, LLC, they changed the name. Yeah, okay. That's what I was thinking too. Because well, I was like, know. I know I ain't crazy. Yeah, it started yeah. off with Loyalty Ink. Well, it's, so, I'm, yeah. well I'm going to call it trash, but you know. But, okay. I'm a so let me say Ryan is giving them a lot of grace they do not deserve. He's giving them too much fucking grace. All the grace. Ryan has really gotten beyond the situation and he don't have any animosity with them. And it was proven as much when he got on Junior about starting up with them. Yep. When he was like, yo, chill the fuck out with that. Chill out. Yeah, we'll we, get there. We ain't gotta, we ain't gotta have no, no beef with them. We down here in fucking Jamaica. We ain't gotta have no beef with them or can't come wherever the fuck they at. Yeah, they in Jamaica. We'll get there. Um, so we saw we we the 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 mystery has been revealed that loyalty ink loyal ink, sorry, they invited right. themselves to yeah, Jamaica. Because at, because at the beginning we thought maybe it was what for invited, you know, then doing that whole surprise ambush shit where oh he gonna invite loyalty inc and you know not tear around yeah, or whatever yeah. like no these motherfuckers invited themselves and didn't right. tell yeah like and if we're gonna be honest he made the right decision by letting non-mag come instead of loyal inc although to be to be fair i mean ryan kind of invited himself yeah and then that ballooned up but for four didn't have a problem with it but you know, Ford didn't want no mess, and he just wanted to go and do his thing because he didn't even invite his brother. Yeah. So I think that. Um. So if my memory serves me, going back to the very like the very first season, Don and Ford haven't always been this close because they are right. half brothers. Right. And primarily, Ford has always been tattooing, so he and Ryan have been friends for a very, very long time. Like they a one day ones, right? Um, Don went away to college. He was on a full basketball scholarship, and he fucked it up because he got Don. legal trouble. And huh. he ended up coming back, and he ended up just spending a lot of time in the shop. So then he and Ryan became cool. So if four Van and Ryan are extremely close. It was the three of them and Kat. It was the four of them actually who who started um, Nine Mag. Everybody else just trickled in, you yeah. know. Like four brought in Don. Uh, Danielle started at the shop first because Danielle is from Chicago. Charmaine moved up to Chicago, and then Danielle brought Charmaine into the shop, and Ryan hired her as like the shop manager. Because I guess she has some type of college degree where he felt she was confident enough to manage a shop, but he should never do that again. Woo! Talk about a bad fucking decision. So that's I, that's how I believe the ties go, which is why I believe um, Ryan and Four were able to still be what they were because their friendship extended far beyond the shop. Yeah. And Ford didn't really jump he didn't pick sides and none of that shit he was just like y'all tripping 
grow up. Correct. Yeah. So, and I uh, wouldn't be surprised if he just did not invite Don because all that mess that's always in the shop, like just flat out, like I don't want that mess around and me. And I think he probably felt like because of what Don was going through with Ashley and the kids that he probably should just stay back and get that shit in order. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Cause even when this season with Don, you know, getting the DUI and all that stuff, he was like, bro, you got to get your shit together. Oh, yeah. He was like, bitch, you spending up all my motherfucking money trying to bail your dumb ass out of jail. Get your shit together. Because right. prior to the whole cat shit happening, if you were to go back to like previous seasons, um, Ryan's mom was really close with Kat. She considered her like, you know, a, a, a play daughter and shit. Like they were really, really close. So it's kind of like I just don't think that Ford really care about that current shop and the people in it. Like nope. he care about his brother and he fuck with Van, but I believe in his eyes, everybody else is expendable. And he is well, you can wrong. see that like these last few episodes, like he had just not been feeling anything that that energy in the shop. He's not been feeling it at all. Yeah, because I, I mean, you can't blame him when everybody's saying Ryan is the issue, and then Ryan haven't been in the shop for a long ass time, and y'all issues are just as bad, if not worse. He Correct. have every right to be like, no, I need to get away from this. Uh, I need to get out of this energy. Y'all full of shit. If anybody was going to go, I think it should have been Van, um, Don, and Ryan, and, and like Rachel. I don't believe the rest of the outsiders should have been there. Nope. But again, they invited themselves, so. Right. I wish Ryan hadn't brought Junior and his girlfriend. Yeah. And his assistants with her drunk, dingy, goofy, ditzy, dumb. Yeah. That motherfucker. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> Shit. Nah, talk about a bad decision, Ryan. You're don't you about ever. putting the D in drunk, bitch. God damn. Don't you ever. ever How the ever. fuck you didn't even make it off the goddamn bus? Jesus. Hey, yo, Ryan had me crying in his confession. He was like, How the hell you sleep through a hurricane? <laughs> all of that shit going on. And you slept through all of it. <laughs> Ryan had me goddamn hollering. That shit was funny. Like, How the fuck? You sleep through all that shit. And the bus ain't even that far. Bus right there. You just sleep through all shit. Yeah. But I mean, she after she had her emotional burst, she was taking that shit to the head. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oof. Oof. Child. Oof. And you know they wouldn't eat nothing on the bus. Right. Oof. The alcoholism. Oof. Speaking of the bus, so we follow Loyal Inc. on the way. And Van keep on talking about he's single. And I was like, yuck. I'm like, don't nobody want your fat funky ass. And when he told Charmaine, come back here and I'll show you how single I am, I like threw up in my mouth a little bit. Yeah, like, bitch, they both look stinky. Like, bitch, don't nobody want tart on that goddamn bush. Shut the fuck up, man. Don't nobody want to see two walruses flapping around. Right. So, um, and then Charmaine got them white lady braids on her hair like a goofy, but. Mm-hmm. That's to be expected. Oh, like Ron and Ashley being on this trip and them fighting the first night. That they just, don't need to be together. Nothing. Not friends. Not nothing. they don't need to, nothing. Not Co-parent from a distance. When, when it came out that the reason he was mad is because she had on a skimpy bathing suit. Like you ain't go knock up a whole bitch. Listen, well, nigga. That shit was so crazy to me because it was like Don really was like you gonna come on this trip and we're going to be quote-unquote friends, which really means, like, Dom 
to me felt like Ashley was not going to leave the room. She was going to stay in the room and be at his disposal while he go get to have fun and do whatever. And then he got pissed off. Well, when I say at his disposal, that's what I meant. Yeah. And got pissed off when she had a a mind of her own. Mm -hmm. And had to calm down overnight and was like, I mean, it's all good. Yuck. Fucking <laughs> stupid as shit. All stupid that goddamn shit. hollering and fighting and throwing luggage and I was like, y'all don't need to be nowhere near each y'all other. Y'all don't need to be. Y'all don't need to be together. Nothing. Like nigga, co-parent would be a text message. Okay. <laughs> do, do what all the rest of the hood couples do and co-parent via Walmart parking lot. So- <laughs> shit. <laughs> McDonald's parking lot. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. Whatever God damn. Y'all two volatile motherfuckers that just do not need to be in the same space. God damn. Listen. Y'all can't y'all can't go five minutes without fucking arguing. Jesus yeah. Christ. I mean that shit struck me as dumb, which is horny as fuck. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But he also was stupid, so uh let's see. Ryan and Junior were turning up on the bus and that made me laugh. I was cool for Junior turning up then without the alcohol. I don't think they were drinking. At no, point. they were just turning up because Ryan, you know, he had a few words for Lowell Inc., but not really too much. And I, I'm a little confused as to why Junior is going so hard against Loyal Inc. Because it's like, you left the shop before Ryan. And it's like, I why are you so mad at them for yo, doing something? Speaking of, speak of <laughs> after give Credit and praise to my dear friend Candace, cause listen, let me tell you something. Candace was dragging the fuck out of Lily this week. Yes, she was. God damn. On, on the Twitter. On the Twitters. So, Candace was dragging the fuck out of Lily. If y'all I don't know, but like on the episode next week, London on the track, when it's time for the performance comes before like, yeah, the per- the promoter that put this show together was wherever y'all was at when that big-ass ruckus ensued and they um, don't want you performing now. And Ford just loses his shit. Like, yo, fuck all Understandably y'all. so. Correct. AFG. And so my thing is this. Again, the little shit, first of all, Junior started it by taunting them, but we are grown-ass adults. A motherfucker taunting you Haunting your shop, should I say, whatever the fuck y'all got going on, it shouldn't be that fucking deep. Like the fact that her, the fact that Lily's only solution everything, and I know we didn't mind when she beat uh, Charmaine the fuck up, but in the grand scheme of things, and we even said this, she got a severe hands problem. Correct. And it's all costing people that she claims this family and she work with money. Yep. You mm-hmm. cost because you don't have shit going on because mm-hmm. you're around there begging for clients and begging for that goddamn shop to be open because you can't create opportunities without them. How dare you cost that man a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity? Correct. Uh, but uh, And the reason uh, I brought that up to kind of uh, answer your uh, question, uh, Curtis, about why Junior's so mad, I don't even think it was he's so, mo- so much mad at 
Loyal Inc. or whatever the fuck they got going on. Uh, not saying that's not a part of it, but they even showed on this episode, Junior, most of his smoke was for Lily because they even showed the receipts um, and showed the Instagram where Lily was on Instagram and, yeah. and social media talking about Junior and his girlfriend for no goddamn reason. Right. But then she playing victim, talking about they the ones talking shit about her, and she can't believe Ford would link up with them. And I'm and like, then when she said thing? that, and then when she said that, was no receipts, but it was receipts when Junior said the opposite. So correct, correct. So, so I think that's why Junior was a bit more turned. It because pro- I mean, it probably is something to do with you know the motherfuckers at the shop. Because even last season, like he wasn't, you know, he wasn't necessarily afraid to get in Ryan's ass when he was tripping. But most of the toxicity he was mad at was from the other people. Cause he yeah, even but had that, that don't make sense though, because he went and turned up at that la- that last nomad party. True, and, like, but then went right back and told Ryan like, "Hey, they were talking shit about y'all." Cause remember that confessional? He was uh, like, "I don't, I don't know why y'all sitting on Ryan, but you know, I'm still gonna turn up," which didn't make no sense. But you know, maybe that's why he was he fell away because they was talking shit about Ryan. Maybe, yeah, because that's always been Junior's thing. Like he, you know, not he ain't always agree with everything Ryan did, but it's like you ain't have to shit. You don't, you ain't got shit on the man name. He been consistent with that. Fair enough. So then we get into some mess, some mess, some mess, some mess. So Candace alluded to it a little bit. So they're out in the streets of Jamaica. Junior is way too fucking drunk. <laughs> Ryan is like, drink some fucking water. The drunk is unsteady because oof. And he's steady drinking, taking um, shit straight to the head. Straight to the head. He out there break dancing with the Jamaicans and shit, <laughs> which did make me laugh. <laughs> yeah, that made me laugh. Um, and so then loyalty ink, loyal ink pulls up, and then it's kind of this weird standoffish thing. They see, they see each other. They're aware of each other, and instead of doing the adult thing and being like, "We'll holler at four when he is away from Ryan," Danielle goes over there. Ducktails goes over there to hug four. It was Danielle? Yeah, that was Danielle. Yeah, Danielle. Okay. And then, uh, and so Lily starts talking shit. Junior starts talking shit. And then all hell broke loose because Lily ran over there and like threw something at Junior's girlfriend and started trying to fight her. Then we went to commercial and we came back and literally all hell, hell broke loose. loose. Oh. Charmaine had a point because she was like, if the fight had just stopped there, you know, things would have been cool. So but. I definitely have a problem with Junior's behavior. Absolutely. Yes. Fact. Um, Absolutely. He feels he did not punch that girl in the face and the footage shows differently. I didn't see him punch her in the face. I watched it multiple he definitely, times. He definitely had grabbed her by her hair. No, he didn't. That was his girlfriend that grabbed her by the hair. I went back and watched it. So... When he was taking his his shirt off or his jacket off or whatever, and maybe we talking about two different parts, but when the shit started ramping up and Reese got into the mix and he took his jacket, he like brushed her arm or something, but that was his girlfriend pulling on. No, she was pulling on his girlfriend's hair first. And so then and, doing something to Reese because that's how Van got involved because Van had to pull Junior off of her. Yeah, but that was after the fact because either like either way, I'm not even being funny. Junior ain't had no business like jumping in to with them women. Yeah, because I mean, we you know the because I'm probably gonna look at it after you saying it, Curtis. But either way, basically it was, and I mean, Junior pretty much confirmed it when he was you know going crazy, and we'll talk about that in a minute. 
he basically jumped in a girl fight. And it's like, either way, like, we might, you know, differ on what he actually did, but it still wasn't no shit that he should have done in the first place. Yeah, I'm not disputing that. I'm just saying I don't think all of the shit that Reese is saying happened, happened. Because at least I didn't see it. Unless they didn't capture it on film. Because she was like, he looked me square in my face and hit me and then called me a bitch and hit me again. And I'm like, I didn't see all that. Now, she, now I'm not saying he might not have hit her maybe on purpose, maybe accidentally when everybody was flying and trying to get him and pull him away. But he definitely did not just walk up to the girl and just punch her in the face like she was trying to claim. At least not on the footage that I saw. And she, like I said, she, he didn't have no business. Well, I'm not going to say he didn't have no business, but he didn't have to turn up the way that he did. But he was also drunk. because. But she definitely kind of started that shit because she didn't need to pull on his girl's hair to get her out of the mix trying to defend Lily. But then he took it to a whole other extreme. All I'm saying is I didn't see the receipts of her account of the story. I didn't see her just straight up two-piece her the way she was saying he did. And when she was hollering about he hit me, he hit me, he hit me, the only thing that happened was he brushed her a little bit when he was taking his shirt off. And and his girlfriend pulled her hair and was yakking and fucking her up. But I never saw Junior flat out swing on Reese. So according according to social media, Junior was removed from the show altogether. Which but he was crazy that he definitely put his hands on that girl. No, 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 no. I feel like it was I feel like it was the same thing that happened with Tommy because he was fighting security. Well, they brought Tommy back, so that don't really count. Well, but they still took her off. They still took her off. Now, what what happened? I don't know. We'll find out. Maybe he did, but like I said, I didn't see in the footage him putting his hands on her the way she claimed. Like there was no point when he even had time to just be like bitch and two piece unless it was in that melee when they was trying to pull them away. In which case she might have caught some licks. Maybe he did. But when she was like, Did you just hit me? Did you when she was all in his face asking him if he hit her? He had not hit her at that point. Now he did mush her and he need his ass beat for that. When she got in his face and she and he mushed her. Period, because he initiated all of it. But True. Lily like but Lily, I mean, I was gonna say Lily need her ass beat, but she got her ass beat. Fighting feelings for each other and manifested to this. Yeah. And that's annoying to me. I agree. Everybody's in the middle of their bullshit now. I agree. And four lost an amazing opportunity because y'all don't know how to settle y'all fucking feelings. And then Junior, instead of settling your feelings for Lily, you done went and got a whole new girl. And now y'all in a whole different country fucking fighting fist fighting in the street. But Lily, you talked a lot of shit and you got your ass kicked. Like, Okay. I just, I put myself on mute and I went to VH1 to uh, watch it. And unless it's some different footage than what I see, I agree with Curtis. I don't see Junior uh, hitting Reese. Well, it's definitely more footage. That's all been edited. So Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I want to see, like, if they show the footage where he is flat out Two piece in her. Because from what I'm seeing, because I got a pause right now and I just watched it while y'all talk for what I'm seeing, Reese pulled or uh, Lily Junior's girlfriend's hair. Junior was actually looked like he was about to get into it with the security. He brushed Reese. Reese turned around and pushed him, and then they started pushing each other. Yeah. Yeah. 
So that's the thing. Like I said, I'm not giving him a pass for pushing Reese because he he was wrong as fuck for that. But I just I want and because because and the reason why I say that because they going like Reese is going on a whole campaign like you know a whole that man beat my ass campaign. Yeah, then Charmaine talking about we gonna fuck that nigga up. And it's like Charmaine, and I was like Charmaine, you can't even beat Lily up. What you gonna do with this junior? <laughs> the fuck? You already got your ass kicked like multiple times this season. Maybe you should sit this one out, sis. Fighting is not for you. Fighting ain't for who? But we gonna see. Who? Maybe they'll show the footage next week. Maybe we'll see more footage and we'll see what. Reese was saying happened, but I just I was looking for it because she was like he he came up to me, punched me in the face, looked me in my eye, called me a bitch, and then punched me again. And I'm like, when? I didn't see that. But he definitely was out of control, doing too much, and really he could have been kicked off the show for a multitude of reasons because he was out of fucking control, and yeah. then had the nerve to punch Ryan in his pretty face. <laughs> trying to punch security. Trying to punch security with that short ass reach, that old T Rex arm ass reach. <laughs> now you done fucked up Ryan face. So that you know that really kind of sucks too. Cause like I feel like just what episode or two ago we were championing Junior for getting in Ryan ass. And now he gets to Jamaica, he just completely lose his fucking shit. Mm-hmm. Like, and I'm like, I feel like he was he tweaking on something. I'm like, was it just alcohol that had him like that? I think I think it was something else in the mix. Like I know Ryan said they had been drinking all day, but goddamn, yeah, I don't know what because he oh he he need not ever drink again. Like you need to go, you need to go to whatever that goddamn therapy Tierra Marie was <laughs> was okay. at. Cause you need to call Drew Hill and get to the five steps of healing from alcohol. Cause goddamn. Shit, like that shit was crazy. You called a whole ass brawl, whole brawl. He was trying to fight Don. He had Don Beard in his hand, like he was just going crazy. Right? Talk about ape shit. (laughs) Tabali. Mm. Hmm. Salsa shit. That's terrible. That was a bad joke. Damn you! (laughs) That was a bad joke. Sorry, y'all. (laughs) <laughs> oh, it's fine. It's fine. But uh, yeah, I, shit. That was it. Was it was a lot. Like before this, I watched this episode. Like from the preview, like I was, I knew shit was gonna hit the fan, but I didn't know it was gonna hit. The yeah, fan like I that. wasn't expecting all that. Like with this, like that was a lot. Yeah, it was a lot, and it was a lot that didn't need to 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 happen, and then ultimately it cost for, like Ken said, a, a once in a lifetime opportunity. Hell, if we're going to be honest, that was a twice-in-a-lifetime opportunity because, remember, he on his second chance with London on the track. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's true. And y'all, and just imagine for how he feel. Like, y'all invited yourselves out here. Yeah, well, shit, just like next next episode, he's going to be like, fuck all y'all. Right. Although I kind of feel like he was saying fuck y'all to the wrong people because I don't think Junior was there. Like, it, like, Ryan didn't do shit. Rachel didn't do shit. Ryan um, tried to break all this shit up. He didn't yeah. want no smoke. He didn't want no smoke. I um, think Ryan's brand has evolved in the short time that he's left Loyal Inc. I mean, left the, left Loyal Inc. to start a new Nine Mag, and so he don't want to be associated with none of that. Yeah, like like Jeremy been saying, when you get toxic people out your life, <laughs> pretty much. 
pretty much. Uh, yeah, and then foreign Nikki, and I was like, that shit was that. It was that was a lot. That was a lot. Well, what foreign Nikki do? No, I'm just saying, like he was like talking to her about it and everything. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, you know, I mean, I can give a half a pill. Like, I mean, pretty much wasn't nothing else she could do. But you know, look at Nikki. You know, not being crazy and being supportive because I mean that really. Like you could it tell, was, like it wasn't no crazy left. Shit, Junior took it all. Yeah, him and Lily. Yeah, yeah, him and him and Lily. It wasn't no space for nobody else to be crazy. Even Van didn't turn up. Right, which I was expecting him to. Shit, it wasn't no space. Like Junior went out of. He was out of control. Mm-hmm. So he whether they kicked him off the show because he, in fact, did hit that girl, or they kicked him off the show just for being a complete maniac, or trying to fight the security, or all three. He wasn't trying. He was fucking them security guards up. To be quite honest, like you lucky they was being professional. Yeah, because had he catched the wrong one, they would have body slammed his little ass. Mm-hmm. And, and would have been done. well within their rights to do so. I don't already had that nigga in the goddamn Def Jam fight for New York ass. Listen, listen. No, I was like, do, do, do you want to go to sleep or do you want to go to sleep? <laughs> right. You want to go night night, nigga? Because he had that that death grip on Don Beard, but. Don was like, no. Nah. See, because Junior ain't black, but big as one of Don biceps. Okay. But we can we can circle back to Lily, you got beat the fuck up, girl. Yeah, I was just about to say that. I was gonna I was gonna I was gonna say let it not be lost that Junior girlfriend beat Lily the fuck up. Yeah, because Junior girlfriend didn't have not nan scratch on her and she fought Reese, she fought Lily. Shit. And uh, Lily was bleeding from the mouth, bleeding from the face. She had scraped up her knee. I was like, Jesus, girl. Mm-hmm. And and Junior girlfriend was talking cash shit. She was like, I ain't from Texas. I'm from the South Side, bitch. I'll fuck your ass up again. And she did right. <laughs> I was going to say, she said, I'll fuck her up again. That shit had me screaming. She was trying to send a carrier pigeon. Like, tell that bitch I'll fuck her up again. <laughs> like, right. She ain't say, I'll fuck her up. No, she say, fuck her up again. She know That's how you know you fuck somebody up. Yeah, and Lily was talking all that shit bleeding from the mouth and it was like, what did I say last episode or episode before last about taking your L's in silence? (laughs) Yep. Like, girl, you done got your mouth rocked. Go sit down. Right. Because that's the other thing. Like, Lily, girl, I mean, yeah, I mean, damn, can't talk. Junior girlfriend beat her ass and Lily was in the guy that they couldn't even get her in the van to try to leave the scene because she was talking cash shit like she won. Like, girl, she, like, like you gotta yeah. beat the fuck up. That's one of the craziest things. I don't know if it's just, I guess, trying to save face or you just adrenaline. Cause it's like, what's up with getting beat the fuck up and then not wanting to? And that shit looked just like that fight from McDonald's. Lily Tilly titties was out and everything. <laughs> Lily Tilly, <laughs> Lily titties. <laughs> what Nikki say? Her little chicken nugget titties. <laughs> little tamales. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> the little, them little quarter pounders with, with cheese <laughs> little two for five special air taco bit listen them little kids meals some little happy meal titties a little, little chalupa mm. but, but that wow. was it so it's gonna be a lot I'm, cu- I'm very very curious to see what happens with four after he gets the news that his performance is canceled because of their antics. Like, I want to know, like, I wonder, like, 
we know because like i said me and candace follow him in real time like obviously he's not gonna stop fucking with don because that's his brother and for now, we what know I, he ain't fucking we know he ain't not not fucking with ryan correct so I wonder, like, is he going to still be on the show? Like, is he going to find a resolution with Loyal Inc. and go back to the shop? Is he going to go to work at Nine Mag? Is he going to stay in L.A.? Like, oh, no, I don't think he stayed in L.A. I think we, I, I don't think he's going to stay in L.A., but he did tell Nikki, at least from on this end, like, he was like, maybe I just need to move and get away from all this toxic energy. Yeah. So I don't know. And I don't disagree with that. Like one by one, y'all, everybody, the people with some sense is getting up out that shop because again, it ain't, it was never Ryan. Right. And we all do that from the outside looking in, even though they were, you know, Charmaine mostly and Van secondary trying to spin the narrative like it was Ryan that was making the shop so horrible. But y'all been up Shits Creek since Ryan left. Mm -hmm. Left to your own devices. And you still can't get it right. You still on some can't get right. So was it Ron? But was it all? Was it all the issues? It was them. Right. Exactly. <laughs> it didn't have nothing to do with Ryan. Like yes, Ryan made poor decisions and he let his shop get out of control. But for him to whole ass not be in that shop at all, and y'all still got constant chaos. Y'all still fighting. Cobra still feeling slighted because she not being taken. Uh at a higher degree than Reese, the new girl. And then at the same time, it's like Cobra, like if you, if you want it, you need to take it, but they Which should you be. can, cause you're a great artist. Right. I mean, to be honest, I don't even know why Cobra wants to try to stay. My only thing, like, you know, she must I mean, need the VH1 check. Cause I'm like, there's no reason for you to still be here. Like if you feel slighted and feel like Ryan did you wrong by leaving y'all high and dry, like, Go some go back to Texas. Find another shop to work in. Shit. Put your, put, put your pettiness aside and go work at Nine Mag. But clearly Loyal Inc. is not for you because they don't give a fuck about you. They don't consider you. I mean, they never have, have it. We keeping it a book. Right. The only one that gave a fuck about her was Ryan because he was the only one with some goddamn sense. Like the bitch is a terrific artist, and that's what we need in a tattoo shop. That's how we make fucking money. We need artists. And if we're going to keep it a buck, and I meant to say this a couple weeks ago, if we're going to keep it a buck, Reese is not even that good of an artist for them to be allowing her to do all the shit that she's been doing. Like well, we, we know what that is. She's a, she's she's um, conventionally attractive over she, Cobra. Well, I am. <laughs> okay. No, I mean, like, in terms of she's slender. Yeah, um, cute, uh, quote-unquote cute little white girl. Yeah. Yeah, she's always talking about fucking, and yeah. she free spirited and whip her titties out in the shop. Always naked as shit. Yeah. She, uh, we, we know the type that loyalty that, that them motherfuckers. No choice over um, a talent like Cobra because Cobra is a bigger girl. She's taller. She's uh, she's she identifies I don't as a lesbian maybe or I don't know what she identifies as, but she's not what they typically go up for in the shop, which is she's not sucking and fucking everybody in the shop and. Right getting wild and loose so yeah right. definitely are treating reese a lot differently because most of them given the opportunity will try to fuck her right exactly. hell because we already know four tried mm-hmm. him and nikki but nikki was uh <laughs> nikki wasn't letting that shit happen she was in that bullshit let me right. handle every girl girl by right 
you throwing cereal on this nigga just for mentioning going to go do some work in LA. And no way in hell you're gonna let another bitch in the bedroom. Like, please cut the fucking shit. But yeah, I, you know what? That's a spot on ass- assessment, Candace. I hadn't I didn't even think about it that far. I was just like, they treat Cobra like shit and continue to treat Cobra like shit. Yeah. And it's like you're not tied to them because you weren't you didn't put no money in to open the shop back up. So right. I'm like, it ain't nothing wrong. Like her and and four both. Like it ain't nothing wrong with cutting your losses and being like, look, I know four is invested in the shop, but yeah, some sometimes you gotta cut your losses and be like, you know what? I'm just gonna have to take a L on this because I gotta get the fuck out of this. Yep. Just like Ryan did. Like I like we all know Ryan lost money closing the shop the way he did. There ain't no way he didn't. You had to turn around and renovate a whole different shop. But sometimes you got to do what you got to do. Pretty much. You got to get toxic people like you. You got to get away from the head assery. Mm-hmm. Well, that was pretty much it, you guys. Um, yeah. We're going to see what's what's going to happen. I feel bad for four, though. Same. Because it seemed like every time he get a break with his music, some fuck shit pop off. Yeah. When he I'm curious to stop being stupid and was like, let me actually follow my dreams. Right. I'm curious to see like when he get in everybody ass next episode, I'm curious to see their reaction. Yeah. Cause... I want him to get in loyal ink ass too. Like, don't just have all the smoke for the people that's in front of you. Shit. Get yeah. their motherfucking ass, but maybe he'll wait until they get back to Chicago and then he'll go shoot up the shop too. <laughs> <laughs> Loyal bullets. <laughs> All right. <laughs> oh, Curtis. All right. Uh, We've been running on along, but I mean, we had a lot of, to cover. It was a lot of content. It was a lot of content to get through. A lot of hashtag content. So, but we are. That's we what y'all go. come here for. Correct. We know why you're here. But that's it. Uh, for this week, uh, we finna get up out of here. Um, make sure you're using the hashtag Ratchet Ramblers Park when you're discussing the show so we can see what y'all got to say. Um, Candice, uh, any closing remarks? Uh, be sure to check out some of the other shows on the network. That's on Newlywed Pod. Yep, we have a new podcast premiering this week called Mama Meets World. With Bree. Shout um, out to Bree. Don't forget to subscribe to the Patreon. Go to patreon.com and search CSPN. We'll pop right up. Get yourself some exclusive content. Content hashtag. hashtag. So do that. Um, and that's all I have. I'll see you guys back next week. Yeah. I'm going to add all a little right. bit to that. Um, I will have either Don or Jeremy add the questionnaire link to the website so that if you want to pitch a podcast idea to the network, there'll be a link where you fill out some questions and we can get an assessment of what it is that you're trying to do. Instead of hopping in one of our DMs, we'll direct people to use that link instead. And um, if you are a podcast with people of color, a.k.a. black and brown people that are also queer, please use the hashtag pods by QPOC that I created last week. Um, and if you haven't already and you're hearing this, submit your show details for the directory. You can go to pods by QPOC.com. 
all of the information is there. Like I said, I'm trying to build this directory so that we can have a voice and not have to necessarily be included with everything else because sometimes we get lost in the shuffle. Um, and who knows? I, I have some ideas with that as well. So who knows what will happen? But yeah, use that hashtag and go over and support that. Follow on Instagram and Twitter and Facebook. Pods by QPOC. Also, follow this raggedy piece of shit show, uh, Ratchet Rambling on Twitter, Ratchet Ramblings with an S on Instagram and Facebook. And I think that's it. Um, we'll be back. Yeah, we'll be back next week. And this week's benediction is keep your motherfucking dick to yourself. No matter how big it is. No matter how big it is. Keep it to yourself. Don't matter if it wrap around your leg. Keep it to yourself. And with that, we out.